Hey, everybody. Uh, this is uh, your Auntie Max. And I'm in Pat. And uh, really quickly, we just wanted to take the time. You know, uh, July 26th is National Aunts and Uncles Day. And uh, that's also the one-year anniversary of this very podcast you're listening to. And we just want to say we love you and thank you so much for your support. It means the world to us that you listen to the podcast and that you don't write us terrible, mean things, but some of you are sending us your thoughts and feelings. And we really appreciate that. We're so thrilled that a whole year has gone by and you've been listening and supporting us and we just feel seen and loved and heard. And we would love you even more than we already do, which is almost impossible. If you would tell 10 friends and even 10 enemies to listen to this podcast, subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. We are very thankful, but we're still trying to undo that one star. We're pissed about it. Yeah. Find that person. If there's any mob justice to be done, finding that person and, you know opening their eyes to what they've done. But um, anyway, you know, too too blessed to be stressed, hashtag, uh, really. So a huge thank you to everyone who listens. A huge hug to all the aunts and uncles. Aunts out there, mostly. Uncles, we're working on it. And ungendered, unde- ungendered aunts, uncles. That's How exactly right. And of course, all the love in our hearts to all our nieces, nephews, and nibblings. And we can't wait for you to hear what Carol Doyle has in store for the next year. I mean... I, for one, cannot wait as well. We also want to uh, say thank you to the Qs. We want to thank uh, Jordan for the artwork. And we want to thank all of you for being, honest to God, a small but mighty audience. You're 15 strong. Maybe we'll get to 30 by next year. And we love you so much. Oh, the pressure. Yeah, that is a lot of pressure. But Yeah, it's a lot. Anyway, well, from us to you, happy, happy National, National Aunt and, and, and Uncle Stays. Days. And Funkles, too, I guess. God damn it. Auntie Mags and Aunt Pat, two best friends who love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant. Those who ant. Those who ant. Hello, and welcome to Those Who Ant, the podcast that helps you see the world through ant-colored glasses. My name is Aunt Pat. And I'm Auntie Mags. Pat, how are you? You know what? I'm okay. I'm hanging in. Still warm, but you know, so what? So is everybody else. Get over yourself, Pat. Oh, I would never say that to you. You know that. You're allowed to feel your feelings. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things, you know, I feel like right now when you see someone and you're like, I'm warm. And the other person says, oh, me too. And then half an hour goes by. And then that's what we've spoken about. You know, I'm trying to avoid that. Here we go. See, I did it again. It's easy to talk about. Yeah, it is. It's on everybody's mind, you know. You know, okay, here's something we could talk about. Huge breaking news in my family. My little buddy, Vincent Michael, is uh, potty training right now. And for those of you careful listeners, you might say to yourselves, isn't he four years old? Almost five. And the answer is yes. But he just did not want to take to it. But the funny thing is, he will just go into the bathroom and do his business and come out. Maybe that's a trick. If you wait long enough, they'll just do it themselves and you don't have to train them. He, he sounds like, like a little businessman. Like literally, you know, a little businessman. Yeah, he's going in there to do his business. He comes right back out. Coming right, like it's case. a bank. Uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? He's very smart. I mean, I know that, of course, he's smart, but it's very smart to wait and hold off on that because it's it's a trick, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, here's the reality. You have a baby. They're doing the business in a diaper. Mm -hmm. Some other person who loves them very much is changing them and wiping them. Now, riddle me this. Why would you ever want that to change? Why would you ever want that to stop? Now, I've got to do all of that? Oh, okay. I didn't know which point of view you were speaking from, but you're speaking from the person being changed. Yeah. 
I just, I don't, I never have to pause. I never have to, you know, excuse myself. I'm just going willy nilly and I'm not the one dealing with it. Another person is. So really, truly, I understand. I wish he'd been able to, you know, prolong it even a little bit more because I would have thought what an independent young man. Can't wait to see what he does next. Yeah, he is independent. You know, and you know, my family was worried because this is my nephew who was a surprise baby. My cousin uh, did not know she was pregnant until she went. She thought she had a kidney stone. So she was like the whole time she was taking like Claritin and then there was absolutely no diet change. So we all were like, what is this young man going to be like? And he's smart as a whip, but we were like, okay, if late potty training is the one thing that's come out of this whole thing, then we'll take it. I guess the thing is when people tell you don't drink caffeine and don't drink when you're pregnant, my cousin proves all of that wrong. No, I'm not saying to drink. I don't know. I think, I think you are a little bit. I mean, the subtext here is do what you want. And you've got a tiny businessman on your hands. Yeah, he's in there just getting work done. Well, I mean, congrats or whatever. I mean, I feel sad for him, but happy for literally everyone else in his life. Well, I have a feeling that our dear friend will have at least an opinion or a take on this because that's kind of her thing, yeah. you know? So I'd like to welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, but however you identify, please welcome Aunt Pip. Hello, Pip. Oh, gosh, I could not be happier to be here, ladies. This is just a joy. We are so, you're a pleasure in our life. We are so excited to see you. It's been too long. Uh, too How long. are you doing? You know, I'm great. If you hear the sounds of any sort of aircraft, uh, large planes or anything around me uh, during, during our chat here, I actually just moved into a new home. And the one thing I didn't check was flight paths. And unfortunately, I am right beneath one. Uh, didn't think, you know, I got so many different checks done on this GD house, so many different inspections, the termites, you know, the, the molds, all of those kinds of things. And, uh, didn't think to check a flight path. And I got planes going over me every, uh, 30 to 60 seconds, uh, during working hours. Now I was accidentally in a group for about five minutes earlier, um, last year. Now they told me about something called chemical trails. Does that, Mm. are you worried about that at all? Now, to be fair, this group was full of lunatics. Yes. Is this when you were accidentally in QAnon? I was very briefly because I'm, you know, Pip, I love Anons and so does Mags. And I just Mm -hmm. accidentally kind of got, you know, spun up in this one and they were very concerned about chemical trails. Now, is that, would that be, are you worried about that? Or are you like, uh, that's stupid? Oh, gosh, I'm worried about most things, Pat. I, uh, I'm i worried about the trails. I'm worried about the chemicals, whether it's coming from from the cars or the uh, or the planes above. Uh, but, you know, I actually dabbled in the in the QAnon world, not not by choice, but I uh, I was seeing a gentleman for a very short period of time. And he was a, a kind of a pillar in that community. And, you know, I, I try to be an accepting gal. I try to kind of, you know, I see all sides. And, uh, and you know, it did end up being what, what broke us up in the end, which is an unfortunate thing. Uh, but they're very, they're very charismatic, those guys over there. Yeah. Oh, they are. Boy, they put a period at the end of every sentence. You know that? You know how sometimes as women, I feel like, you know, I'm always kind of like, is that okay? Never with them. It was like, this is a fact and don't look it up. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. going to build your confidence. I have to say, although on this, uh, this podcast, I, nobody would ever accuse us of fact checking. Um, but I think that's got to build 
build you up a little bit. No wonder a lot of those people are very confident because nobody tells them they're wrong. Or if people do tell them they're wrong, they're just like, you're wrong. We spent most of our relationship. Now we only saw each other for about a, about six weeks, about a month and a half. Uh, but we spent most of that time in an argument that we got into the first day we met. It was, it was just a back and forth of, of, you know, he gave me this information. I Googled it and I showed him, you know, that's, just not factual. And, and we just went back and forth. Yeah. For about six weeks for about six sure. weeks. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what though? Is that the perfect length? Cause it's like a, and you guys even had a fight going, which yeah. must've led to really the romance and the fiery nature of a relationship like that. Like, let me just say, I am sorry that it ended because that's always hard, but man, you really got the good stuff. Six weeks in, you're out. Yeah. You know, I've been kind of on that schedule, not by choice, but I'd been on that schedule since probably the eighties, to be honest. Um, yeah, just, you know, four to six weeks and then we were out, you know, um, usually they're out, but you know, either way. Yeah. Does yeah. it seem to you like, um, the, like the people, like the people out there, it's like they're either into QAnon or you have to watch them play video games for eight hours. Yeah. Well I did date. Yeah. I mean that, I think the video games often is a younger gentleman. Uh, that's kind of a younger demo. Uh, but I have dabbled. I have dated some men, uh, that are much younger than me. And I did, you know, I became a video game widow also. I've done that too. So, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting dating now. Yeah. I can't say that I love it, but, you know, I also am so stubborn. I just don't stop, if that makes any sense. That makes perfect sense to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. I mean, I do. I, I feel the same way. Now, I haven't been dating much lately, you know, but I've had a lot of bad, bad luck because it, it does seem now I don't think this is true, Pip, and I think you should keep going because yeah. you're a wonderful person who deserves whatever kind of happiness that you want. But man, the folks out there that are loose, that are unattached right now. Wow. I mean, gentlemen in my age bracket are, they have been, you know, um, excised. I think I'm using that word correctly. I don't know. I don't know I, if you are. Yeah, there's no way. F- and please was don't write Was that your in. word a day? I think it was exercise. Was Close. Or exorcise. Exorcise? What oh, did like I demon? say? Excise. Yeah, like a demon. Yes. So these men have been exercised, like the demons that they are, Good. from something that's functioning. You know, it's like cutting, you know, when you get a mole burned off? That's what's out there. I, and I'm sorry, if you listen to this and you're a man my age and you're lovely, uh, excuse me, email us. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or email email us and, and you know what? Pip and I will fight over you. It'll be fun for you, I promise. And I you might do- fight depending on, you know, I'm ansexual. I you you know that about me, Pip. I'm ansexual. I'll date anybody. Of course. Yeah. As long as they're you know, an aunt or uncle or, or uh, you know, ungendered, whatever. So um, but a thing that that I want you guys to know is that nobody's good enough for you. And I mean that in every way. Yeah. That's starting out, I'm already going to get going. You're going to start getting me going. We're not even 10 minutes into this GD thing. And I'm, I'm misting, I'm misting already. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Isn't that you nice? No, it's yeah. true. You both got to know it's true. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. But also I'll take what I can get. You know, I mean, I, I get all high on my horse here and I say, oh, you're a mole. You're a mole that got burned off someone or you're a demon or whatever. Right. I mean, the reality is let's let's just all acknowledge the fact that we're imperfect. We're all going to come into some things with baggage. You know, my credit score, et cetera. So Where are you at this week, by the way, with that, I is can't it gone below? even do you know, they won't even let me look at it anymore. I've checked it too much. I got a I got a warning that said, stop looking, basically. So I'm, I'm, so I'm to you, Fika, Fika, how do you pronounce it? Oh yeah. Fika, Fika won't let me look anymore. 
Maybe it's for my own mental health. Maybe if they see you looking at it too much, they're like, you need to relax because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Calm down. Did you know, though, that the more you look at it, it does affect the score? Oh, my God. Yeah. If you're checking that once a week, that's going to take your score down. So I I don't know what kind of schedule you're on. Pip. I had a time I said I was looking at it every 12 hours. Oh, Oh. my God. So are you saying it makes it worse? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Does it count as a hot inquiry? Uh, you know, there's, there's the hard inquiries and then there's the soft ones and, uh, the soft ones still count. It doesn't count as, as, as heavily, but it does still count. Yeah. This is the thing that the, the credit system in this country has got to go because it's a mystery and only four people know how to do it correctly. And thank God you knew, and thank God you share everybody listening. Please take this to heart because I didn't know that. God, it's a trap. Everything's a trap. Oh, yeah. Everything is for sure a trap. I also, I check my credit score once a year on my birthday. That's a little gift to me. I wake up and I go, where are we at? And that's that's it. And for the rest of the year, we don't know. Yeah. You have the confidence of someone with a good credit score. Because if I did that at my birthday, it would ruin my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Say, I do that with my Roth IRA because I'm, I'm always like, oh, God, what fresh hell. Can we just all agree it's just better not to know most things? Yeah. Now, I am a big proponent on this podcast to say learn, change, and grow. Now, how often I'm doing that? Uh, but, you know, to be honest with you, I don't want to hurt anybody, but I also keep me in the dark because it's too much. It's too sad. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Now, what were you going to circle back to, Pat? Oh, do you think that if you could wear a diaper all the time for the rest of your life, would you do it? Am I wrong that I'm just feel like, oh, you know, last week we said, Calgon, take me away. And to me, I'm like, diaper, take me away. You know, I, I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to, I feel like I'm in a safe space. I have been known on long trips to indulge. You know, I, I going to be honest, my bladder, it's not what it used to be. It's not a 16 year old bladder anymore. Sorry. No offense to any of the teens who may be listening, but. Oh no, no. You know, um, and I'm on a diuretic. I'm on a diuretic that's keeping me alive. It keeps me alive. And you know, because of that, if I got to get in the car, truthfully more than I got to go to, I got to be hitting the can every 15, 20 minutes. And that's just the reality of my life. So uh, it's kind of become a bit of a necessity but honestly, it's changed my life. I think once you really kind of just accept the feeling of kind of a moisture against your genitals, I think it is easier to commit to a diaper style lifestyle than you'd think. Honest to God, it's 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 been a it's been a game changer for me. I can leave the house again. Yeah. Not with all the you know, everything that's gone on in the world, 2020 and everything, but I'm saying, you know, there's a couple of years I was just basically chained to my toilet. And that was no way to live. And the diapers are affording me the ability to spend an hour in the car. You know what I'm saying? Hit up a casino. Oh, yeah. If you're going to wear a diaper, that's the way to do it, to go to a casino. Because you don't want to get up if you you had a slot machine and it's hot. You don't want to get up and miss out on it. Oh, yeah. Also, you know what I was thinking about, uh, Pat, when I was listening to, uh, I'll admit it, I listened to this podcast as well. Ah, oh, good for you. I should start listening. Although yeah. ugh, the sound of my own voice is like two cats in a bag and the cats just really, there's history between them. They mm-hmm. don't get along and they're in a bag. That's a long winded yeah. to say. I can't stand the sound of my own voice. Uh, well, mm. you should. It's angelic. It sounds so That's beautiful. That's sweet. 
like a little hop. Oh. You know what I was thinking is that it, why didn't Calgon reach out to the former Dixie Chicks, now the Chicks, you know, my, my favorite band, and, and have them do Calgon Take Me Away, but like Calgon Take Me Away, like Cowboy Take Me Away. That's a missed opportunity right there. Right? And you know what I also think is a missed opportunity? There is a brand of uh, granola bars called Go Lean. And what I'm saying is, why isn't that a Jolene? It is just begging oh. for it, isn't it? Oh my- Goline, yes. Goline, it's asking for it. Oh my God. I watched the Mad Men. They were working back then, but what are they doing now? Right. Save a horse, ride a po' boy. Exactly. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lord John Silvers. You're welcome. I'm getting frustrated with it. If I see one more person telling me to embrace humankind, I already do it. We've already been told. I agree somebody, with you. Somebody did actually really come at me today at Dunkin' Donuts. I was going to get my coffee. You know, I got to have a Dunkin'. And I'm in the drive-thru, okay? There's a car in front of me. I believe it was a white Dodge Neon, which is its own problem. Drive side door is open. A young lady is on the passenger side. A young man is, for some reason, pouring uh, a, a water bottle, a, a bottle of water on her arm. I'm just sitting there. She's, like, blocking the drive-thru, Okay. And then she does what I believe is a like a wave. So I'm like, oh, she's waving me on. So I pull around this girl. I see a huge burn, huge on, on her left arm. She was driving the car. Let's please help me figure out what this is. So she, she gives me this look that I'm like, uh, I'm just going to keep going. So I pull around and I'm about to order my large hot coffee with cream and sugar like I always do. And this woman starts screaming at me. I did not know what to do. And then I was embarrassed that the guy at Duncan was going to, because you know, Corey, the guy I always see at Duncan, I love the kid. I was like, Corey's going to think I'm a huge bee. But it was, a, it was the weirdest thing. And I kept checking my side view mirror because I was like, this woman's going to come after me. What do you think happened, Pip? You know, to be honest with you, at first, I thought that this was, in the diapering community, there is a, a test that we will do uh, which is, of course, if you wanted to test out how you're doing, how you're holding up, you, you pour water on one of your hands or your limbs, your arms, something, and you see, because that's a surefire way to get you to go. And then you're going to know yeah. how you're doing. Now, again, this isn't a test that I would usually do in the Dunkin' Donuts drive-through parking lot, that situation. This is a private at-home matter. Um, so, But that's where my brain went, because that's, again, that's, yeah. that's something that's kind of a pillar in our community. But... I don't, you know, at first I thought, was it a cigarette lighter, a car cigarette lighter accident? Did that fly out and hit her arm somehow? But if she's driving, she's got the arm out the window there. I mean, it feels like a mystery. The only explanation to me is she had her arm on a, on a, when the window's down, they're in a fight. Probably he's a Q. If I know anything, he's probably a Q. Mm -hmm. She said something he didn't agree with. What if he rolled the window up on her and she gets stuck and got some sort of rubber burn for her arm in the window there? And then That's he feels bad. He gets her a water and whatnot. And that now, you know, right. I think yeah. that her her yelling the the F and the B at you, that's just projection. That's yeah. just projection. You know, isn't that true that it always it almost always is, right? Yeah. Because you did something, you you screwed up, you made a mistake, and now you know, oh, and who can I oh, if only I had a mirror but I don't. So I'm going to yell F and B at this other person. That's why, you know, the young can have it, whatever that yeah, means. Exactly. It, right. Exactly. Yeah. How yeah. big is the diapering community? I didn't, because I didn't even realize it was a community. My head's up my own ass, I guess. Tell me about it. Well, you know, there's a lot of Facebook groups. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a butt for every chair. And in this case, a diaper for every butt. 
you know, and I, if you go onto Facebook and you just put in, just put in diaper, you're going to get your, well, you're going to get a lot of trash, but you're also yeah. going to find a lot of great groups with a lot of great people. I got to tell you, during the pandy, I really connected with a lot of people. I connected with a lot. I thought I was alone, you know, and I, again, I felt like I couldn't leave my home. I felt like, oh, you know, cause I'm, I'm beyond a poise pad situation. This is not just a, a light tinkle. This is a, it's this a is a, stream. you know, Niagara Falls, you yeah. know, every 20 minutes situation. So, uh, you know, and I thought, I, what's my life going to be? To be yeah. honest, you know, part of the reason I, I spent the time I did with the queue was because if I'm going to be honest with you, is my self-esteem was low. My self-esteem yeah. was low. And now I have learned through that community that there are there is enough of us uh, of, of all genders because there's more than two. We all know that. By the way, if you were listening to this podcast and you thought there's only two genders, see yourself out of this podcast. Just go. Right now. Uh, go. You know what? Go read literally anything except for probably what you're currently reading, which yeah. I'm going to tell you is trash. Yeah. Read different books or something. All right. Go yeah. ahead, Pip. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. No, but, but, you know, and that's what really opened my eyes and made me realize I don't need to settle anymore. There's somebody out there who's going to love me in my diaper. And, you know, they make them, they make a real kind of a a sleek diaper now, which a lot of people don't know about. And I double up, but still, even with a double layer, it's thinner than you'd think. Do you ever use, because you know, there's those, uh, there's those thinks the, the period underwear. They messed up originally. They only targeted towards women and then they changed it to people with periods, which is the, the right way to go. So good job. Thanks on that. But then the CEO did get sued a million times over. Did you guys hear about this woman? No. Oh God. All right. She stepped down to sexual harassment charges because she would do like full meeting calls Fully nude uh, because she was trying to be so like body positive. Uh, and so she did truly have to step down because it was harassment. I got to tell you, I don't agree with that in a business setting, but I get where she was coming from. You know, yep. I don't know that yeah. that was coming from a predatory place for her. I And I don't mm-hmm. know her and I shouldn't say because she could be a monster demon inside. I don't know. But I mm-hmm. do feel like my gut's telling me she was trying to. She was trying to do the right thing. And she was trying to say, look at how comfortable I am, world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You should be too. Yeah, know? maybe it was oh, an invitation, her. right? Oh, yeah. Let's Well, then all in that nude. way, it's... Okay, okay. I was going to say an invitation for what? Because then it, that is a tricky... Oh, just to all be nude. That's my nightmare. Oh, um, I don't want. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. If, it, if it was an invitation, I would politely um, disinvite myself. What do you? What do you say? De- decline. Yeah, mm. yeah. You got to decline. RSVP. No. If yeah, I RSVP, won't have the fish or the chicken. No meal thing, and not even a vegetarian option. Um, but yeah, so they do do those. Uh, they're like they're like thinks, but they do them for bladder control. Now, you said you're on a diuretic. Is it like Lasix? Not to be confused with LASIK, the eye surgery, which is why do it? Why do you have to name them both so so similarly? And did you have to sign? Did you have to sign a billion year contract? For the Lasix? For the diuretics? Oh, diuretics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking of the Dianetics. Oh, okay. yeah. You, yeah. Okay. That, I was confused by that, too. This is, Pat, remember when we were walking down the street when we were on vacation and somebody made us hold those two aluminum cans? Oh, I loved her. Patty. No, was that yeah. her name? No, that's what she called me. Yeah, she called me Patty because I told her my name right away. Her name was, she never told us, did she? Yeah, she made us hold those cans. Pip, you ever hold those cans and then they're like, they're going to tell you like what's wrong with you? Oh, yeah. Before I dated the Q, I dated a Scientologist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. So I don't been... know which one's worse, to be honest. I don't know which one's worse. Well, you know, I I worked through a lot. I worked through a lot, you know, the audits and the, and the things like that. I mean, I now granted when I say dated, I mean, most of our dates were just him auditing me and me paying for the sessions, but I did think that, you know, we had something there, 
Uh, and yeah, you hang onto the cans and then the, the needle goes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It turns out I was very sick. Oh, really? Yeah. They said I was the sickest woman that they'd ever met. It's that's wow. I mean, I was dehydrated, but I felt like I was okay, but I wasn't. But then Meg said, you know, she pulled me away because they said, if you come inside, we have tons of water and uh, Mags wouldn't let me go in. And that's probably for the best. Yeah. You know, I did spend two of the, the six weeks uh, that I was, I was dating that person. I did spend in the, in the facility there and it's a different, it's a different lifestyle for sure. For sure. For sure. Well, now here's the thing. You are dating people who are so like indoctrinated into their belief system, right? Did you have to do some like deprogramming? Yeah. You know, for me, I think of everything as an opportunity. You know, I just see it as I'm just seeing a new color. I'm just seeing a new color in the wind. Uh, You know, I'm Pocahontas on a boat and I'm seeing all the colors and I'm seeing something I didn't see before. And that's for me, again, what what it is about it is that I I'm open to it all. I don't mm -hmm. know the answer. You know, I I, it could be anything. Could be them. Could be could be the Catholics for all I know. I don't know. It it might not be, you know, but I don't know. I just, we don't know. And, and I guess I just am a searcher at the end of the day. I'm a seeker. Which brings us back to Dolly Parton. That's it. She's got a song called The Seeker. Of course. Oh, and it reminds me of meeting you because I know when we met you, you seem to be seeking and searching. Would you mind? Yeah. Reminding us all how we all met. Of course. We met at a dreams resort in Punta Cana. And And is uh, that hilarious? I mean, I know. Meg said, get over it. It's not that funny. What the heck is that? Right? Oh, gosh. Now, I keep telling um, her it's not dirty. It's not dirty. That then what does it mean? I don't know. Yeah. Well, you tell me what it means, and then I'll then I'll believe you that it's not dirty. Filthy. I mean, I took Spanish, but it's, it's Dominican Republic, right? So I don't know. I don't know. If what do they po- speak there? Dominican? Can point. No, I'm just saying can point is how I would translate it for my nine years of Spanish. Anyways, go ahead. Please. It's, please oh, us. yeah. No, listen. I love this. I love the banter. It's uh, just me. I feel alive. Uh, yeah. So. I had taken myself there. I'd gone through a bad breakup and uh, these two yahoos are there on a girl's trip. And I just was drawn like a moth to the flame. These two, they're in the, some of the br- most brightly colored moo-moos I'd ever seen in my, in my entire life. And you I, just, we got them at the airport when we landed. Yeah, uh, yeah, we did. I just knew they, these are my people. These are my ladies. And so we went over there and uh, we were chatting as uh, we were at the, all uh, you can eat pasta bar. And um, we were getting our pastas made. I will never forget it. We, well, I, how could I possibly, we all got the prawns. Remember we all had yeah. the prawns on our pasta. Yeah. I didn't know what those were. Yeah, yeah. Either, that was very adventurous for me personally. Well, and listen, we all got terrible food poisoning and we actually spent the the next nine days in the medical bay at the the Dreams Resort there, which, you know, it was sad because we were uh, fully quarantined in a windowless basement for for nine of of our 10 day stay. But that's when the three of us just really bonded. You know, they let us be in a room together, which I think was was nice because originally we were going to have to be split up. And let me tell you, you spend you spend nine days uh, essentially in, in some sort of bunker. Uh, with with two other gals, and I feel like you come out the other side. You've lived a life, you yeah. know. Speaking of coming out For the sure. other side, it was 
Yeah, it came oh, out of my yeah. nose, too. Yeah. Now, I didn't understand why we had to be quarantined. I think we all asked, are we contagious? And because of the language barrier, you know, it was just a lot of, I'm glad that we had each other is what I'm trying to say, because it was really hard to get answers why we had yeah. to be quarantined like that. It felt like For some, nine days. There some, yeah, there was. After the second day, I felt better. It felt, really Still. felt like there was something else going on. Like there was some, listen, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it felt like there was more to the story. Oh, yeah. You were wearing that Hillary Clinton sweatshirt. I don't think that did us any favors. Well, I am still with her. And what am I supposed to say? We were stronger together in that bunker. Listen, I don't disagree with you. I think that there was definitely something else afoot. It seemed odd because, you know, they kept saying something about, you know, virus or whatever. And that uh, we kept saying, you know, we feel fine. We're better. Like, why it was are you the keeping prawns. us? It was clearly the prawns that we were all feeling a little dicey about to begin with. Yeah, um, they were warm to the touch. Yeah. They were warm. And you should never. I mean, not. I, I couldn't I mean, tell if it was because they had recently been alive or they were too old. Yeah. Did it just, it just took its last breath. So that's why it's still warm. Or was it refrigerated, left out, put back in the fridge and then warm again because it's very hot there. Yeah. Now, do they just let prawns die at old age? Like, is that how they get harvested? Because that doesn't feel like a business model. Oh, but it's so much nicer. Yeah. Can you imagine you're a prawn? whatever that means. And then you are getting older and you think, at least when I pass, I will feed some white women. I mean, that's not so bad, but I don't think that's what happens unless they float up. You know, when you have a fish, oh. God bless, oh, yeah. right? You have a fish at I home. and that yeah. is. Well, that would be nice, but it made us so sick. Oh, but man, so did sick. we tell yeah. stories? I have never told all my stories, but it took nine days almost exactly. And I wish I'd been writing them down. I wish that I had just been shorthand writing them down as you talked, because I remember some of it, but some of it feels like a fever dream to me. So I can't remember what's real and what's not. But man, oh, just a, the greatest storyteller, I think, of our generation, if I oh, had to I say. Agree. Um, It was therapeutic to tell my stories. Now, you told us, and I didn't even know this was a thing, that you designed class rings for the homeschooled. And I thought, what? Yeah. You know, growing up, I was homeschooled. And the, the one thing when I got out of high school, I would see people with these beautiful rings. And I just was, I was a green eyed monster, to be honest. I just was. And I thought, you know what? Was that your mascot? Yeah. It was the green eyed monster of jealousy. Yeah. And um, that's when I thought this is a million dollar idea. Turns out it's about a $10,000 idea. But the point is, is that we, you know, we, we, we sent a lot of kids, a lot of rings uh, that I think they really, they really appreciated. It's a feeling of camaraderie when you have no one. And it's a reminder when you look down at your hand that it's like, I, I did that thing uh, alone that I would have liked to have done perhaps with others, but I got through it and I'm still here. And that to me is, that's like a message of hope. Like those gals that get taken and, and kept in basements for 22 years. You know, I'd mm-hmm. like to make them rings. You I bet they would love that. They would love that. Honestly, who's got the right to police what kind of rings you wear? Like I'm wearing a ring right now on my finger that says sisters. Like I don't know I have sisters, but I wear it every day and I don't take it off. You know, so give people what they want. Like those girls would have basement or something, right? And they're like, well, I'll never forget. But also just in case. Just maybe. a little open door I can oh put on it. You know God. what I mean? Yes. Like a little open door and then maybe you see... Through the door, I could maybe 
I mean, it gets tough when you're getting into the real details because I yeah. hand make them. I design oh. and hand make them myself. Oh, but I maybe, I mean, ugh, the talent, you know, maybe it would also be a space in there for a little man and a wife beater because it's always one of them that's like, I heard girls screaming, you know, and so you can put yeah. him on there. Maybe it's a whole like, what do you call it, mosaic or like it tells a story and the whole thing. What a sad ring, but what a nice thing for, for, for you know, if you don't have a class ring because you were living in a basement against your will, you could have one of these. And yeah. that's something that I think those gals get out and that, that's got to cross their mind. I was robbed of my class ring possibilities. I want to step in and say, not on my watch and not on your ring. You know what I mean? And that's it. God dang it. That's what we love about you. I, what's the word where you don't leave a stone unturned, but it's like for good, like to help people. What's that? How do you say that? Yep. Yeah, what is yeah but like you don't miss a beat when it comes oh. to helping people. You you leave mm-hmm. no stone unturned. And then you pick up that stone, you maybe tumble it and put it on a ring. You can't find that. Any, nobody else is doing that. Nobody mm-hmm. that I know of, no. Now, granted, uh, I do have a lot of at-home hours because of my toilet situation. But the point is, mm-hmm. is that yeah. I do it either way, yeah. sure. you know. And I'm not looking for a, I'm not looking for the kudos. I'm not looking for an award. If there was an award, it'd be nice to get nominated. But I'm not yeah. expecting to win. Well, and you're you know? doing it unsolicited. I mean, you're just putting them in the mail, you know, and that's, I mean, you're just going, you know, you're Googling, you're doing all this on the internet to Mm -hmm. search for the homeschooled, you know, and they're hard to find because the parents are usually, um, trying to keep the kids away from uh, the, the greater populace and then you're sending them out. And I think that's gorgeous. Imagine getting a ring from a stranger that has all your personal likes and dislikes on there. It's so wonderful. And that's what I, yeah, they're big. They're very big. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, now I try and do my best to estimate the size of the finger, but I got to do that from, I mean, that sometimes that process alone, just trying to dig through the internet, looking for hand photos. I mean, that's tough. Oh, that'll put you on a list. You and the, you and the feet men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you all been through the wiki feet? Have you seen that page? I cannot because personally, I I hate feet. I'm horrified by them. And I feel sad because I know mine aren't there. Now, have you, Pip? So you, you go on there. Have you looked at the feet? You know, here's one of the things that I'm fascinated by. The celebs, the people we see in the mags and on the TVs and the movies, they can do lots of things to their faces and their bodies. But the things that they can't control is when they have those nub thumbs, you know, the people who've got the different thumbs. I don't know what it's called. I'm not trying to be offensive, but they've mushroom got the, cap thumb. Yeah, they've got those mushroom thumbs and jacked up feet. That's yep. something you can't fix. Now, I know I've heard that they're starting to do plastic surgery on feet, and then I've heard everything. Then I've heard yeah. everything. Before, it kind of brought me a little bit of joy to know that, say, a Charlize Theron has maybe a bunion. That made oh. me feel like she's not she's not 100% perfect. That's right. Yes. You know, but it's so I have I have looked at a fair amount of celebrity feet, but not sexually, never sexually. No, no. Oh, okay. No. okay. Well, well, were you looking because you do toe rings too, right? Oh, yeah. I do class toe rings as well. Now, if there's perhaps a child that I can't find a picture of their hands, but I can find a picture of their feet and I can estimate a little bit better what's going to go on that second toe size wise, then I will. I will. uh, I'll do the toe ring instead. Now, again, they're quite large. So that would be something you'd have to wear with a flip flop or a sandal. Uh, You're not going to be able to wear this toe ring with a sock or shoe. But, uh, you know, it's more of a decorative thing. If you're going out, you want to put on a nice toe ring. Yeah, you if if, look, if you're going to put on a tail ring, don't put on a shoe. Wear a sandal. Right. Show it off. Show it off. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody took the time to forge metal for mm-hmm. you. Show mm-hmm. it off loud and proud. Yeah. I, yeah. How did you make $10,000? Because you just, you're paying all the materials. You're shipping without 
reimbursement and they're not sending you donations, right? So how, how are you making a turn a profit on this? Instagram targeted ads, believe it or not. What I basically do is I, you know, run ads for my own store. I have other ads coming on mine and I've, that's what over the course of the last, you know, eight to 10 years, I've brought in about $10,000 just from ads on the internet. There's people out there who are willing to pay 10 to $15 for an ad for you. If you're willing to run it on your page, doesn't matter how many followers you got, depending on the product. Now, again, you can't get picky. You can't start getting on your high horse about, I don't agree with this, this place. I don't agree with their, you know, ethics. You kind of just got to, just got to, close your eyes and and Mm -hmm. pray that you're okay, you know, in the, in the eyes of the community. But uh, yeah, you can do it. You can make a, I mean, you can't make a living, but you can make some money. That's enough for me. I don't even know what making a living would mean for me anymore. I mean, I'm scraping by, I don't, I wouldn't call it making a living, but I am alive. So it feels like a riddle. So people just sell things on there, right? There's all kinds of ways to make money on there. You know, sometimes I'll get messages in my DMs and it'll be a gentleman saying, Hey, I'll, what? DM. D. D. Oh, got it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'll get messages in there and, and they'll just be saying, um, uh, if you send me a picture of you sitting on a birthday cake, I'll give you 20 bucks. And there's been times where I've said, okay, and I'll do it. But then I realized, you know, it wasn't really a, it wasn't a great business model because I got to spend 15 bucks on the cake. Then it's uh, like, you know, then I spend an hour trying to get the right angle to get mm-hmm. the photo of me. Next thing you know, it's like I'm making five bucks for three hours work and that's not, that's not sustainable. That's yeah, getting nickeled and, then, and dimed it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, you got to do all the laundry or were you, were you, did you have clothes on? Well, you know, I did draw the line that I, of course, was going to leave the diaper on because that's, again, I just, that's just my own health reason. Oh, that's, that's got to be a draw. Reason. That's got to be a draw. Cake yeah. and diaper that. and yeah. woman? Now, see, I didn't realize that what people's kind of intentions were with it. What could put, what could they possibly, what, was it a sex thing? It was a sex thing, yeah. Oh, I, I would do it. You would do no. it, Pat. Well, get an OnlyFans. Have you well, thought Well, let me about tell it? you. Oh, well, you know what? So Aunt Wanda mentioned OnlyFans, and I just nodded, and I had no idea what she was talking about. And then it was explained to me very slowly by someone else. Now, I would do it, and I'm going to tell you why. If I do something, someone sends me $20, and they get off. Isn't everybody happy? I don't understand how it would be wrong or bad. Because look, it makes me feel good for about half a second until the shame kicks in. And then I'm worried that they're going to come and kill me in my sleep. And I get $20. I'll tell you right now. I saw it SVU about this very thing. She was, there was a cam girl. And I'm sorry, Captain Olivia Benson had to do a lot of work. Listen, I'm worried about you because people are legitimately terrifying. And I'm not saying, hey, listen, if you're on OnlyFans, you do you. You'll make your living. We're not here to shame you. Pat, I'm worried about what it might do to your credit. What if I I wore a plastic bag on my head? Don't do that. Two plastic bags. Don't do that. Tied tight so they can't even see my neck. Pat, you would die. Uh, You could do a brown paper bag. Okay. Now can I do it? Now can I do it? Let me check your profile first, because I have a feeling you're going to put your social security number somewhere on there. And I don't want people. Well, to know I know it. that they want it. I want to get ahead of it. I'm constantly having to put my social security number and I'm tired of it. I would rather just have a tattooed on my face. You can't do that. You can't. Put, but if I wore the bag, it. if I wore the bag, then you know what? would see the face tattoo. If she's got a bag on her head. I mean, she's got a point. 
Thank you, yeah, Pip. Wait, don't you dare, Pip. Don't you dare. Because you can't. Let her decide whose side she's on. Let her decide. This she's is, an you entrepreneur. Know you know what? I What I like is the listeners are getting a taste of those nine days in that basement in Punta Cana. We just had a vibe right away. Yeah. It was like we had been married for 60 years, the three of us, in a beautiful thruple. You know, we would bicker. You know, these these two would make me pick sides. Sometimes I'd pick Pat's side. Sometimes I'd pick Mags. And, you know, it just never got never got old well I appreciate I do I am sorry I don't I, I never mean to put you in the middle but a lot of times Pat will put herself into situations that are a life-threatening or b definitely uh, threatening to her financial stability which let's be honest is a rickety old footbridge to begin with yeah so you know I love you with my whole I love you both with my whole entire heart you cannot put your social out remember all right you let me well, check it I'll just check it and can I'll we just start out everything. over do I can I just apply for a new social because that one's all juiced out? I couldn't use it for anything. Can you imagine if I had to move or something? People would be like, yeah. You barely exist. You got to get a new social. I'm going to look into that. I'm going to Google new yeah. social. And if they ask me for my social, what do I do? You can, well, let, we'll do this together. Maybe this will be the three of us because, uh, you know, you're very internet savvy, Pip. And I am, yeah. uh, you know, I try to be like a guardian of uh, your financial stability. But I, I think don't give your number out to anybody until we know it's like accredited financial institution, somebody you can trust, somebody who's going to help you. Well, I don't trust the government. Well, that's still a little bit more of your QD programming we got to do in there. You know, there's there's different things you can look into, too, because I've heard about a service where they could give you the social security number of a dead person and then you can just start right over, you know. But I mean, that does require you changing your name and kind of assuming uh-huh. their identity. And it's right. it's a long ish process. You know, that's kind of a mm. it's a life changer, I think. Mm. Uh, Sounds like I'm going to go on the run, you know. Oh, yeah. wow. now that's a movie I'd watch. Oh, oh me on the God. run? Pat on yes. the run? Get out of town. That's what it should be called. Get out of town. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That Does reminds any- me of that movie. Remember that movie, um, 12 O'Clock Run? Remember that? Yes. So mm-hmm. sexy. Remember yeah. it was, um, oh my God, I want to say, what are those two? Bob, 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 Robert Durst, Robert Durst, and um, oh, the other one—he's so funny. Oh yes, Charlie, Charlie Rodan, Chaplin, what Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin, and they are. Have you guys seen this one? Oh my god, it's so good. It's when movies were good. But thank Classic. you for that, because if you think it'd be funny for me to go on the run, I'm terrified. But you know, at some point, I'm going to have to consider it because the kids are going to, you know, put me in an early grave, or I'm going to have to leave my home in the night and not come back. Mm. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what right now. Could you imagine the three of us on the run? It would be like Thelma and Louise's or a third name, you know? I'll just say this. The amount of fun that we had in a quarantine when the three of us were very, very ill. Could you imagine if we were in the best of health and just trekking across the globe? Holy cow. Sign me up. I got to call somebody. We need to get a producer involved because, you know, I see these reality shows all the time and I think, why is that not me? Why is that not us? Why isn't there a show about us? What's your favorite one of those, Pip? I'm... I I need to find another show. Now, hopefully on the one channel that I receive, but what's the reality show that you like a lot? Ice Road Truckers. Ice Road Truckers. I like that one. Yeah. Now, what happens on that one? Now, I I know there's three nouns in that, but I still have no idea. Yeah. You know, these are truck drivers that are in very treacherous areas, you know, and they got to get from A to B. How are they going to get there? There's been a storm. The the road is icy, you know. And that's the whole show. That's the show. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes they don't. What? Sometimes ne- they don't get there. What do you mean? I've never seen one. I've never seen one full episode. 
Wait a second. Yeah, what do you mean they don't. they don't get there? What do you mean? Do they? What happens? Well, sometimes they have to stop for the night. They got to sleep in the, their truck or whatever. Oh, so yeah. it's not like they die? Oh, well, I haven't seen one where someone dies, but man, that'd be good TV if they oh, did. That'd be great TV. She's saying, oh, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. Kat. Oh, no, Go I was going to ask if anyone's seen the little people who have all the children. Oh, of course. Of oh, course. I mean... God bless. It makes me cry every time. And they're fine. But I am emotional. I mean, they could have a happy day, a birthday. You know, they got a new house or whatever. And I look at them and I weep. I weep for them. They got a divorce. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't see that one. Yeah, it's very sad. You know, honestly, that husband was kind of stubborn and obstinate in, in my mind. Didn't respect his wife. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Also, Pat, mm-hmm. I want you to know, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing all right. Everybody's okay. Sometimes I just look at people and they make me so sad. I just feel yeah. for them. It, I'm glad that they're little. They're glad that they're little. No one is upset that they're small at all. But I, it, makes, it, it touches something in my heart just to see them reaching for things. Now, if, if you're listening to this podcast and A, you're a little person and B, you remember the conversation we had about a blind and deaf actors and audience members. I want you to remember that Pat has the purest of intentions. Her her of heart is course. so big, you know. Um, but Pat, you have to. I, I was hoping, you know, <laughs> I was hoping, you know, maybe that mm-hmm. maybe some sort of lesson would be, you know, brought well, out from that. May, let me say this then. I, I think that you're wonderful, and I think the only difference between us is I'm maybe a few inches taller than you, and there's something about your stature. That makes you feel emotional, but I'm not going to say it to your face. I guess I'll just say it on this podcast. And you know what? I'm not, I'm going to look away when you reach for things from now on, because I'm not processing that in the right way. And that's a promise. I was, (laughs) I was actually just going to say that, but I think we meet it two different ways. I don't know why it makes you emotional when people are just living their lives, but I understand your heart is in the right place. I, you know, but remember everybody is just a person. I don't think they did that show to make you cry. I think they did that show to be like, Hey, look, we're just like everybody else, you know, except Loa to the ground. Uh, Loa feels loaded. Loa feels, no, I would I, say, don't say that at all. I said you know not what? in status. I said not in status. And no, I am not right. pitying anybody. Well, you know what I'm hearing from Pat here is I'm just hearing an aunt that can't stop anting. Yep. That's what oh, I'm hearing. Yep. She, sees, she sees those people and she wants to step in. She wants mm-hmm. to help you reach that thing. She I want to get you. One, yeah, I want to get him one of those claws. Sho- yeah, yeah. You want to. You want to give him a reacher. You want to shove a chair over there and say, "Here, step on this." But you know that you can't. And I think yeah. that's your internal struggle there. Just wanting to be. Just wanting to be an aunt to absolutely everybody. And yeah. I think yeah. that that's. You know, I think well, that you're right. It's the purest intention. Well, I want no. to give him a reach around. You know. Yeah, that's the thing. No, Pat. Remember how we talked about this. Well, I mean, if you got a curved one, you could absolutely do it. You could do a reach around with a curved one of those. Yeah, they need to get on those curved reach arounds yeah. so I can help. I want to help finish right, them. Pip, yeah. Pip, I agree with you in that she does just want to help them finish the task they were starting. But the thing is, you know, the type of person Pat is, is she would see somebody, you know, looking looking up, wanting to get something. And sure. she would just gently slide a chair over to them or, you know, just... Um, give them a reacher or lift them up. She was on a plane once. We were going on vacation. Somebody was trying to store their, their luggage overhead and Pat lifted them up. I picked him right up <laughs> and he said, I'm a man. And I said, I'm a woman. We're both, you know what? We're, we're, 
we're both going to Tempe. I put him right on my shoulders and I wouldn't let him down until he apologized. And you know what? He was upset. But I think when he got home, he really figured it out. You know, I'm not allowed to ride Alaska Airlines anymore. And you know what? I don't want to. I guess for me, you know, in that situation, again, pure heart, pure heart. But I guess my question would only be, Pat, you know, what what possessed you not to just lift his bag for him? That's you know? what like, I was saying. That is exactly what I was saying. I, was I saying, didn't want to demean him. I didn't want to demean him. He doesn't need help with his bag. He doesn't need help with his bag. He needs help with his legs. No. No. Remember how it's the opposite? He needed help with his bag. His legs are perfectly fine. Well, yeah, he walked great. Of course he did. Yeah. Holding him on your shoulders and saying, I won't let you down until you apologize I think it was sexist. (laughs) If it had been another man putting him on their shoulders, I think they would have shaken hands and said, how to do? And and shared banks, bank knowledge, you know, stock stock tips. And and just because a woman picks you up and puts you on her shoulders, all of a sudden it's, oh, he's flailing around and can't get down. You know, and then I had to hold his little wrists so he couldn't hit me. Yeah, you know what? That's the patriarchy right there. You're damn right. It's stopping you from being allowed to restrain a little person on your shoulders, demanding him to apologize to you. We all know full well that if it had been another man, I agree with you. I think it would have gone down differently. Honest to God. Listen, there is something to that. I agree. He probably would have been like, I'm a senator. Do you want to be in my, you know, you want to work for me? You know, they offer each other like it's like nepotism and stuff. But the thing is, Pat, you know, one day we're, we're going to want to take an Alaskan cruise. And now we're banned from the airline. I, I just. I'm going to take this in. You're right. Now I want you to hear me. I'm, I'm going to take this in. You know, I get stubborn like this. And this is a sign that we're, I'm getting older. I think both of you have really good points. Um, you know, I can't get banned from another airline because I'll never fly again. Right. And I do have to think about my actions. And you know what, Pip? The most beautiful thing, you know, that someone like Mags or I could hear is that I was being a good aunt, that I, I was bringing yep. my big aunt energy. And that just leads me to say to you, take us to your happy place. Take us to your nieces, nephews, and nibblings. Please, oh, Jesus. Tell us all us about there. them. Yeah. Please. What if I told you this? Three boys. I mean, lights of my life, apples of my eyes. I wish I had a third eye because I don't want to have to make one eye have two apples in it. You know what I mean? There is a um, chakra called third eye. Yeah. So and one of them could live in that chakra. I got to figure out which one of them is the most new agey maybe and figure out, yeah. you know, which one of them would be into yoga the most. Mm-hmm. Maybe the maybe the baby. Uh, but yeah, you know, here's the deal. My brother and I, uh, we don't speak. Uh, we haven't spoken in years, but the one thing I'll give him, the one thing I'll give him is he has always wanted to foster a good relationship between his boys and me, their only aunt. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of layers to why we we have the relationship that we do. Um, you know, it goes back, of course, to childhood and all those kinds of dramas and whatnots. But, uh, you know, more recently, it's he's been, you know, less supportive potentially about my lifestyle choices, about my datings, about, you know, all those what? kinds of things. I what know. What are you saying to you? What could he, is this a situation where I'm going to have to fight your brother like I want to fight Carolyn? You know, honestly, I... He's a tough one. He's a tough one because, you know, I see the good in him, but I see the good in everybody. It's my fatal flaw. I saw the good in the Q guy. You know, that's my fatal flaw. 
I was just going to say that you, 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 of course you see the good in him. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, for me, I did have to set that boundary. Um, you know, uh, once he had cut me out of his life type thing, I set the boundary. No, I'm going to cut you out of mine. You know, I'm not going to let you make that decision again. That yeah. smells of the patriarchy. If I've ever heard it, I'm going to yep. make that decision. Now, again, the only great, uh, the only thing that I will say I respect him about is that he's let the kids still be in my life. <clears throat> now I, that's also probably because their mother has died. And I think he, you know, feel he sees the kind of benefit there can be from having a, a lady in their lives. So I see him quite often, you know, and it can be awkward because, you know, I feel like in many ways I'm co-raising these three kids and, and he doesn't talk to me. We don't talk about it. We don't co, you know, we don't, we don't co-parent in a, in a functional way. I've applied for us to be on the Dr. Phil show have yet to get a response. Oh, wow. And I'm starting to think he doesn't really care. You know, Uh, I don't for one second doubt that there's something about Phil McGraw. First of all, he's not a doctor for real. Secondly, I I don't trust him. I don't. I trust Oprah. I do. I know. I trust Oprah. And I know that's what you're going to say. There's something about Dr. Phil. I think his wife is the brains behind the operation and he's the face. And that's uh, unsettling to me. But you know what I was going to say? You said you don't trust him. You know who else doesn't trust him? His wife. Why you think he's at? She's at every taping of that show. Oh, she's being supportive. Heck no. Heck no. She'd rather be in the garden doing something else, getting her nails done, talking to her gal pals, whatever. She's there because she knows she can't trust him as far as she can throw him. And she's a little thing. She wouldn't be able to throw him very far anyway. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we hear back this year. Again, I've been I've been applying for some time. But uh, but yeah, back to the back to the boys. OK, so the oldest, of course, Riley. He's 12. He's into the computers. He's great. Mm-hmm. He likes the video games. I'm trying to get him off the computer, off the TV outside. It's a battle. It's a battle because he's not too sporty. Not too sporty. He's got what do you like to do outside, Pip? Like if you, when you can get him off the computer, what do you all do outside? Yeah. Because I feel the same right. Wait, like anyone listening to this who's an aunt is thinking, I would like to do the same thing. What do you do? You know, what do you tempt him with outside? I've been really trying to get the kids into badminton. Badminton? 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 I believe um, it's spelled badminton, but whoever oh. would pronounce it like that. You say yeah, how you want to say it. It's a mouthful. Uh, yeah. You know, for us, it's tough being outside because, again, the planes fly so low every 30 to 60 seconds. So we kind of run outside, try and have some activity, and then come back in, let the plane pass, and that, that kind low. of a pattern. They're very low. I'm, yeah, I am low. very close to an airport, which I thought at first would cut down on cab bills uh, when I travel. Didn't right. didn't put together that, you know, it's uh, it's a living, breathing hell. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so Babinon is the one thing. Um, I'm also just trying to get him into to rock collecting. Go dig in the garden. Get your hands dirty. Look for, look for treasures. You know, I think sometimes people associate being outside with sport and it doesn't have to be just get them in the dirt how long are you able to stay outside before you got to go back in because i have to imagine you got to go to the bathroom and then as soon as you're in the bathroom he probably runs right back up to that video game console oh yeah you you hit the nail on the head there yeah well i again i'm in the i'm in the loo well now i have the freedom of the diapers so that that does cut down my bathroom time but i still i mean i got to take those diapers off every you know 40 45 minutes um on a on a good day so i'm i'm back and forth doing that then and that's why I did get a shocker system uh, attached to the controller for the video games. So if he goes to, he'll get a little zap. That and is I'm okay genius. With that. Yeah, that's yeah. very smart. Yeah, I try dogs. I tr- exactly. I try put it between a, but you know, behind a locked door. He gets a key, picks the lock, what have you. He hasn't figured out how to override the shock system yet, and I think that that's you know. Uh, but then is his next the the younger one from him. That's Troy, and Troy is a little angel. Troy is uh, into the arts. Uh, always singing, putting on plays, 
you know, doing oh. the drawing and whatnot. I think that he may be, you know, I'm hoping uh, he may be on the on the LGBTQs. I think he might be. I don't want I'm not putting anything on him, but an aunt has an inkling. Yep. Yeah, get know. him a little outfit and see how he feels about it. 100%. I'm just offering up, you know, we do a lot, any of our readings, our books, our movies and stuff. I'm just, I'm showing them the whole gamut because I have an inkling for him that it might be yeah. the case. And then the youngest is Casey, five. And Casey's just, you know, um, uh, not really as social as the other two. I'd say Casey, if I had to, doesn't really care for me. Um, what? Uh, yeah, I, we don't, we haven't bonded. I don't know what the kind of I've tried lots of different things with him and I just haven't been able to break through yet. But I'm never given up. Is he Let deaf? me talk to him. Yeah, maybe you should, because it's just, you know, I keep trying all kinds of different things. We've tried, you know, cooking classes. We've tried, you know, all the different uh, activities and whatnots. Mm-hmm. And, and he just, it, you know, it's kind of one of those things where when I go to pick them up, he's like, don't make me go with her. You know, those kinds of things. I hate her. Like, yeah, it's really it's a uh, it's it's heavy. Yeah. You know, he there was actually also a short time where he did accuse me of uh, of hitting him. I never have. I never would, never could, oh, but he, no. he just doesn't like coming to the house. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I don't know either. I, don't I know. wish yeah. I wish I could get an answer because the kids really detest me, you know, and it's so hard to figure it out because I've tried everything yeah. just like you, you know, screaming, crying, don't make me go, you know, mm-hmm. and making up lies. You know, one time the kids said that I tried to drown them, you know, I took them swimming. Um, they had a great time sure. and they, then they left, they left me there and I couldn't find them. I had to call the police. It was two days. They stole her car. They, they took my car. her yeah. car. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't care for that. Now you're getting used. Now you're getting taken advantage well, of. Yeah. Back of the line. Right. But, um, yeah. So I just want to say I have empathy and you know, yeah. this kid is going to come around. They really will, or they won't. And that's not your fault because you're a fabulous. And I mean, you've Thank got them you. rummaging around looking for treasures. Those are, that's a life lesson. It's called, you know what? Sometimes life isn't fun and that's okay yeah. too. Yeah. And you know, I think he's gone through a trauma. He lost his mom. He's a young kid. He's a young kid. And I have sympathy for that. And I, I have patience. So sometimes you know, I, I just sit on one side of the room and, and he's on the other. And then I just slowly inch over and the most recent time he came, I will give him credit for this. He didn't scream and tell me to leave. He did let me sit within a six feet radius of him. And to that, I say I've made some progress. Yeah, you have. We're on did the ever, upswing. Right? Yeah. Did, did you ever do that exposure therapy where like, you know, when in, uh, I learned this in my psychology class, when kids were like terrified of something, you put him in a high chair, although he's five, but you know what I mean? You put him in a chair, you can't get away. You put their favorite food in front of them. And then you inch the thing closer to them that they're afraid of, but you don't, you don't let them, like, you don't let them focus on it. You make them focus on their favorite food and you keep doing that day after day. You put things in front of them that they love and you keep inching the thing closer. Okay. And so then by the end of, you know, when they're close, as close can be, they associate this thing with their favorite things and it's a whole new experience. I saw that in a pornographic one time. Did you? Yeah, I saw that in a pornographic one time. What was getting closer, the panoose? There were two two of them. One she was very familiar with and she was very into. And then another one started creeping into the frame. Oh, it was a strange panoose coming from the outside? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you think the one was her favorite thing? Oh, yeah. She was treating it like... She was treated like a birthday cake. Speaking of, mm. yeah, the other one, the other one, she could kind of see, you know, the corner of her eye. You know, she's looking, she's looking, 
you know, I was kind of clocking it, but she's got birthday cake to eat. This other one's creeping in, you know, she's making peace with it. You could tell. Do you I remember once, what that was called? Sorry. Yeah. No, no, please. Yeah. I, I'd like to know. I got my pen out. What was that one called? It was called Now This Too. Mm. Now, I saw a pornographic once called Bridal Party, and it was all mm-hmm. these vignettes about the night before, you know, something about, you know, a woman's going to get married, whatnot. So they were always from the the female point of view, which is why I was interested in it. And in one of those scenes, there was a couple of gals in a kitchen and they used one of the gals breasts as a juicer and they juiced half an orange on it. And I thought, I mean, I don't know about you, but but mine are mine are very soft. It's a it's a soft. If I tried to use this as a juicer, it, we would just be mashing around. It would it would not be. It's not firm enough. But I I mean, she was a young gal, and I I don't know if it was a, a, a real breast or not. Uh, but then, and this is where things got wacky. Then this uh, now, get ready, get ready. This is a true story. They got the juice going. And then they just brought out a, a gravy boat and they started pouring gravy on one another. And I thought, what kind of meal is this? Orange juice and, and, and beef beef gravy? Also maybe, not good if you're a vegan. Yeah. There's so many things. Maybe uh, like it, they were making like a, like a, like a duck. Oh, oh yeah. You know, something beef, like that. If it's beef gravy, I don't know. Orange I never chicken, saw protein, though. I never saw oh. protein. I never mm. saw veg. And to that, mm. I say, you know, my... My nephews ain't eating that meal. Sorry. I need yeah. a protein. I need a, I need a carb. I need a balanced meal. You know, I just don't know what they're trying to promote. And I was looking forward to it because I was from a female point of view and they really lost me with that. I would, I mean, I, you know, maybe a female point of view, but certainly a male writer or director, because, you know, yeah. from a female point of view, they're going to ask the questions that we're currently asking. Excuse me, what are you making? Yeah. Also, you know what I would say? Ouch. That's not good for your boobs. And then I would say, get some hot water and some bleach because the cleanup on that, I, it had to have gotten all over the floor. You know, that juice is going to be so sticky. I'm sorry. If you're going to do something like that, do it in the shower. And I had my notepad out because I was hoping I'd get a recipe out of it as well. And I didn't. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's an untapped market to me. That's oh, what maybe. the OnlyFans should be, Pat. Uh, yeah. Show oh. them something and then give them a recipe to take home at the end of it. That's a million oh. dollar idea. A uh, takeaway. And I would credit you because that is really smart, right? For people like mm. us. Yeah. Two birds, one stone. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm trying to think of a pornographic. I, I know, I, I will say this. You know, when I was about 16, my sister, and you know this, Pat, my sister is uh, a straight up freak. I mean, she like the things she posts on Facebook, she has been reported so many times and she she is a maniac. And so uh, we, she had just moved into a new house and I was there hanging out with her. And she was like, hey, I want to show you something. And I'm like, all right. She takes out a VHS tape and she puts it in the in the VCR. And it is a, a, a film starring a man named John Holmes. Oh. Okay. And I don't know if oh, you guys detective. know. No, not Sherlock Holmes. No, 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 no. This guy is his ins- brother. Okay. Instead of one of those magnifying glasses, his superpower that helps him solve crimes is his huge panoose. Humongous, humongous. And I believe that was at that time, you know, I was an innocent kid. I believe that scared me into staying a virgin for longer than I should have. You know, Pat, you, you, you love penetration. Uh, that I scared I really the do. hell out of me. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you know that, Pip, because you, you, we heard all about Pat's uh, penetration stories. Of I just course. like it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just like it. Yeah. You know, my problem is my first boyfriend when I was 15 years old had the biggest schlong I've ever seen. No one's ever lived up. That's uh, a curse. Oh, at That's 15? No yeah. wonder you're only dating people for four to six weeks. You, you, you know, you, you're hunting down the Maltese Falcon for Pete's sake. I'm yeah. chasing a dragon, a white whale, whatever you want to call it. I'm chasing yeah. it and I've yet to find it. But maybe this John Holmes, is he still alive? Oh, oh yeah. no, Pat. I'm sorry to say, no, he's passed. Now that's what? Yeah. Oh, I is mean, it like the tall, you know how the very tall don't live very long? Maybe the long mm. don't live very long. I was going to yeah, say think, tall. Cause that, that's the math on that. Right. Okay. But you know what wait, I mean? Now let's look at this from the perspective of the conversation we had earlier, doesn't that give little people an advantage? If the tall don't live very long, that's their upper leg. What's that called? Upper hand. Upper leg is when you put that guy on your shoulders, poor thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This all makes sense. Well, you know, people in porn, you know, they, they, I don't know how long that they live, but they're heroes, truly. I mean, I hope they're having the time of their life because I know I am. As long as it's consensual, I don't like to see anything that is uh, demeaning to a woman, although pretty much a lot of it is. But I I like to know that she is okay with it because I'll tell you what, I did watch a documentary on Netflix and it was a, it was a documentary about uh, an Italian porn star called Rocco Sofredi. Now, Pip, you're nodding your head. Have you seen this one? Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. I've seen all the porn docs. To me, that's a safe way. That's a safe, that's a safe pornographic. because It makes you seem super smart because you're like, oh, I'm just learning about this. Right. Yeah. I know the history. And then, you know, if I sneak out into my, you know, shed for 20 minutes, that's my own business because I won't yeah. do it in the house. I won't, I won't you pleasure go, myself in the house. You go into the shed for it? Huh? I go into my shed. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. What? Is that, now, is that hard to keep you focused with those planes going over? Because I'll tell you one thing takes me out of it. And, like, how tall like is your shed? Aren't you oh, worried? How tall is my shed? Oh, yeah, because I know you said they come real low. Is it, do you have a short shed? Oh, sure. Yeah, no, shed short. Shed's about four feet tall. So I got to kind of army crawl in there to start with. And yeah, no, here's the thing. I got what I got to do is when I'm watching something, you know, a doc on the pornographics or whatnot, I got to get myself right to the moment. And then I got to haul, haul butt out to the shed, sure. crawl in there because I I got a very short window of time. Right. Yep. Very short window. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Because then and I'll then remember I, something I got to do. And yes, then the moment's exactly. passed. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So so you don't, you just got to keep, you like army crawling in there. You're like, yep. keep it in there. Keep it in your Lock it in. Lock it in. And then you have to like get situated in the shed. Is there mm-hmm. some sort of like padding? Are you comfortable in that? What else goes in that shed? Or is that all it's for? Oh, yeah, that's all it's for. I built it for that purpose. You built it? Is there anything you can't do? I just teach myself, Megs, I just teach myself. What I'll do is I'll go on the YouTube or something. I'll watch a video and I'll just do it. I I hung a lamp. I hung a lamp the other day. Didn't know how to do it. Didn't want oh. to bring someone into the house. Didn't want to hire somebody. So I did it myself. I just, I just like did one it of myself. Those, like one that comes out of the ceiling? Yeah. Or just, did you hang up a lamp that's meant to go on a table? Well, the, yeah. Now, I, it was a floor lamp, so it is kind of just like a stick up there. But I think I can take the, I can take the cord out and it'll look a little more decorative. But it was more just about tra- challenging myself. Just about yeah. seeing what I can do, you know. That's the thing I love about you is you... Yeah. you Remember that type? That's why you know shorthand, because you trained to be a court stenographer just to do it. Yeah. You're limitless. Your mind is limitless. And we love that about you. And I love that movie with Bradley Cooper. Two Degrees of Kevin's Bacon. Mm, Yeah. Was that a film? No, I was just thinking about how um, watching a documentary about porn isn't watching porn. It's just it's the second degree of Kevin's Bacon. You know what I mean? 
uh-huh. so you don't have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. And what's the Bradley Cooper movie you were talking about? The one with, it, with Lady well, the Gaga? Limitless, the Limitless one where he takes the oh. drugs and then his brain expands or something. Oh, yeah. I oh. never saw that one. I never it's get that far into it. I watch 15 minutes, then I head out to the shed, and then, you know, it's done its job. I like the one where he's so nervous. And then they make him dance. Remember? Yeah, that one was that one got to me because it was billed as a comedy. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is actually very heart wrenching. And the one, you know, my sister let uh, Josie watch. I wanted to call it a star is born this way because Lady Gaga, you know, had just come out with born this way. And then a star is born came out and she's in the movie. Just call it a star is born this way. Yeah, that's a missed opportunity. And that's their Calgon take me away. You know what I'm saying? And that brings us back to cake and how it's used in a sexual way. Because in that movie, I could not tell if they were truly in love. And he does shove cake in her face in a very mean and aggressive way. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, Oh. that's okay. Any of them? No. This is your Manchurian candidate. Uh, Have you mm -hmm. seen the Manchurian candidate? I have not. I have not seen a Manchurian Candidate, no. I've seen all of them. How many are there? God, I don't know. I can't. They keep redoing it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. (sighs) Well, I have to tell you, I mean, you know, a lot of people could say, if you told me I was going to go on vacation, immediately become violently ill in a country where no one speaks my language. And then I'm with Mags, of course, which is a blessing. And then we meet a stranger and we are trapped in an underground bunker, a lightless, clockless, like a casino, but... But very different. And and you told me that I'd be like, well, that sounds like about the seventh circle. And yeah. Pip, mm-hmm. Pip, knowing you has been nothing but a blessing. And those nine days were the best, one of the best vacations I've ever taken, ever. Yeah, and I lost tons of thing. weight and made a friend. And I yeah. never asked for a dime back from from the dreams because you know what? I got my money's worth because I, I, I have something that's priceless, which is two friendships. You know, we could not agree more. I mean, you know, I'm I'm an emotional puker. I'm a, I get I get sick easy. I make myself sick with my own thoughts. But I also I don't like to throw up in front of people. So that was me at my most vulnerable. And I thought these people have seen me at my most vulnerable. That's not new for Pat, but you know, Pip, we had just known you for hours, you know? So I just couldn't believe how this friendship took off under the worst of circumstances that became the best of friendships. I'm thankful for prawns. I'll never, I'll never eat one again. Yep, never. But I'm thankful for prawns. 100%. That's why I got that tattoo. Yeah, and that's why that one is my favorite Muppet. That's what we ate? Pepe. Yeah, the yeah. king prawn. Oh, my God. I will say this. That that little king prawn has some of the funniest jokes in any of the Muppets anything. You know, and he was in that TV show where they tried to do it like The Office with the Muppets. He was wearing a black turtleneck with a gold chain. And uh, somebody said, you know, you look like, look, look at the way you dress. You look like you're a member of Boys to Men. And he said, dress for the job you want, okay? I pray that that person can start working in advertising and start writing some of these GD commercial campaigns that have been begging to be written. Because I Thank feel you. like we've got our scribe. Absolutely. Let's just get, you know, I'm going to look into starting maybe a copywriting business. When we log off, I'm going to maybe just do some Googles and I'm going to see how hard that might be. Because you never know. You You never know. You should. We'll always support a female run business, which you have how many of? And 17. You give us just two others. So we got the rings. Yeah. You got the custom rings. uh, Obviously, I've got also book bindings. So I make covers. So that's for people who like to, to read the, uh, the, the erotic romances. And if they're on a public transit, they don't want people to see oh. that they're reading Danielle Steele. Oh. So I'll make all kinds of false covers. 
that uh, you can put on there, make you look real smart, you know, conversation starters too, if there's a young gentleman on the train with you. So that's another business I got. And that then the brilliant. other, it, thank you so much. And I'm cool. also uh, a notary public. <gasps> oh it's another one God. of my businesses. So uh, you ever need something signed, you know, I'm, I can do it. I can I do always, it for you. I always yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Oh. How about that, Pat? We have, we have two friends. I never in my life have met a notary public we, that I knew of. Uh, you know, they blend in. The level of commitment and intellect you have to have to be somebody who's trusted by the government or whatever that is to, to, to like make paperwork official. Holy cow. That's, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. You either have to be real trustworthy or a real good liar. A lot of, lot of sociopathic notaries as well. <gasps> really? I'm not saying I know your fr- I don't know your friends, so I hope I hope I hope it's another good one. But you know, in the notary public world, we got a name for some of them, and uh, it's it's a narcissistic note. So oh. I hope you don't got one of those. Is all I'm saying. No, this is Aunt Kay. She's she's yeah. you know she's an aunt. She's she's one of us. She's and you guys, oh, okay. if you need a notary public, you can go to her and vice versa. Because I don't think a notary public can notary public their own public documents. I can't. That's very true. Right. Yeah. So well, now you've got one. Now you got we'll a pal you who can do touch. it. Yeah, yeah we'll we definitely will exchange Synergy. information. I love yeah. that. I love that. I love that. There's nothing you can't do. I've said it there. I've said it again. I will keep saying it. I know Pat and I are always humbled, you know, when we get to when we get to talk to you because it's like she's building sheds. She's yeah. tumbling rocks. She's making class rigs for the homeschooled. She's notarizing left and right. We just think the world of you. We love you so much. And I, you know, I hope you know. You are welcome back on this podcast any damn time you want. Sorry to use fruity language there. No. But you are welcome on this podcast whenever you want. And I appreciate that so much. This has been a joy, a blessing in my life. I The one business I've never done is start my own podcast, but it's been on my bucket list. And now I could cross it off because I've guessed it on one. Oh so that's God. a gift that you've given me. Oh, and wow. I, I didn't want to reveal that to you until now because I was too nervous that I might cock it up. Uh, so thank you for that. You definitely cocked it up. And I, by that, I mean, cause I In love penetration. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Did. you cocked yeah. it right up, right up oh. there. Uh, well, as Meg said, you're welcome back anytime. And I expect you to follow through on that. Great. Well, expect the calls. Cause, uh, I I'll take you up on it. Well, I, I think that might lead us to the mantra this week. Uh, this is of course written by Carol Doyle, uh, patron saint of this podcast and the poet laureate. Okay, here we go. Oh boy. Knock, knock. Who's there? If I say your aunt, will you let me in or should I say someone else? And oh, my God, Carol Doyle, have you done it again? Uh, She's capturing something about the aunt experience that I could never articulate before. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's playful with you. Yeah. 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 It's playful. It's reminding everybody that, hey, we don't take ourselves super seriously. We are willing to have a laugh. We are willing to poke fun at ourselves. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, we're not Funkles. You know, we're not going to make ourselves yes. look like complete idiots. But yeah. we are very fun. We are very 100%. fun. We're funts. We're all funts on this show, you know? Three big funts right here. I agree. That's right. That's Absolutely. right. Well, it's been, a, it's been a joy ride. And I just want to say, you know, we love you, Pip. And, and obviously, I love you, Megs. I love you, Pip. Love you, Pat. I love the both of yous. Love the both of you. I got it. I do have to run though because I got it. My, I, it's time for my change. You go. So I yeah, you've yeah. been sitting here for yeah. a long, so, a yeah. long time. So sitting I'm proud in of you. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love you. All right. 
Cream cheese on my bagel. Thank you for listening to those who went to Baby Makers podcast starring Colleen Doyle as Rand Pat and Dana Curcioli as Ranty Mags. If you liked this podcast, feel free to subscribe, rate, and review us. Aunt Pip is the simply magnificent Lauren Ash. Lauren played Dina on the NBC sitcom Superstore for six seasons. She also voiced Scorpia on the hit Netflix series She-Ra and The Princess of Power, and you can hear her on the upcoming Chicago Party Ant on Netflix. Currently, she co-hosts an award-winning podcast called True Crime and Cocktails, available everywhere you stream podcasts. Our theme song was performed by The Cues, and you can follow them at The Cues Music on Instagram. Follow those who went on Instagram and Twitter, and if you have any questions for the ants, email us at those who at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and call your rant.